Welcome to Untangling Christianity. On this show, John and Greg attempt to diffuse destructive ideologies, unsnarl confused ideas, consider love and truth in Christianity. Hello and welcome to this podcast. My name is Greg Monteith. Today's episode, and the nine episodes that follow it, introduces and explains a module in the Level 1 curriculum of the Foundations of Flourishing program. These episodes will be shorter than most, and many will finish with discussion of each module with my podcast partner, John Polstra. Foundations of Flourishing is one of the main programs within the Integration Project, a project that I have mentioned in numerous episodes over the past year. Foundations of Flourishing aims to help participants acquire the skills, dispositions, and knowledge needed to do two things. First, for Christians to develop a high level of satisfaction with their beliefs and, consequently, for their Christian beliefs to appear more legitimate and even more compelling to those outside of Christianity. Second, having these skills, dispositions, and knowledge empowers Christians to engage thoughtfully and productively with the prominent questions and concerns of this cultural moment, such as the nature of hell, evolution versus creation, and gender issues, to name but a few. The first level of curriculum within the Foundations of Flourishing program is called First Steps, and Module 1 of First Steps is entitled Legalism, Fear, and Ignorance. Module 1 prepares the ground for future modules by addressing the most immediate obstacles to the overall goal of the Foundations of Flourishing program. Specifically, I want to suggest two things to you. First, that at least some degree of legalism, fear-based living, and ignorance are what exist for all of us in the absence of having developed productive skills, cultivated positive dispositions, and accumulated proven knowledge. Second, that legalism, fear-based living, and ignorance directly oppose and are best remedied by productive skills, positive dispositions, and proven knowledge. Legalism, fear, and ignorance. These three words represent tendencies and orientations that none of us would like to own up to, much less that Christians would want to admit to. Sadly, however, the members of this trio are all too frequently cited by outsiders as reasons that Christians are phony and that the Christian church is bankrupt. What is more, my experience is that these three tendencies and orientations are often found together. So where one is present, the others are likely to be there too. Addressing these three opponents to right Christian living and to the full and persuasive presentation of Christianity is an essential first step to a program dedicated to promoting a high level of satisfaction for Christians relative to their beliefs, and consequently for Christian beliefs to appear more legitimate and even more compelling to those outside of Christianity. I begin by explaining how legalism, fear, and ignorance in Christian contexts are typically the natural result of certain poor assumptions and misunderstandings. The Module 1 taught content explains how Christians and others can combat these three. So what are these poor assumptions and misunderstandings? First, the notion that life as a Christian is straightforward. Not easy to live, but clear in its requirements and methods. This poor assumption is linked to certain misunderstandings, such as the Bible's meaning being self-evident to Christians, or that life becomes, or that when life becomes too complicated, there's a good chance there is too much distance between me and God. When we assume that life as a Christian is straightforward, 
and misunderstand biblical meaning as self-evident and the presence of complication in our lives as problematic, then it's natural to believe that life can be lived by, and that we can determine our actions based upon, a set of rules or laws. Legalism is a law-based or rule-bound system of living, yet it is not decision-making in the normal sense. This is because instead of applying relevant skills to situations or states of affairs in order to understand, assess, and respond to them, legalism reacts to situations or states of of affairs by applying a rule or rules in order to promote or satisfy our guiding dispositions. Skills are directed at issues in order to address them directly. Legalism is prompted by issues, but actually addresses, and most often pacifies, certain guiding dispositions. And this leads to the second point. Second, the notion that in order for Christians to be wise to the attacks of the enemy, openness and vulnerability are less important than, and often get in the way of, watchfulness and defensiveness. This poor assumption is linked with certain misunderstandings, such as the validation of biblical truth being mostly a matter of winning arguments against outside views, or that being a good Christian means defending Christianity against any perceived attack. When we assume that watchfulness and defensiveness trump openness and vulnerability, and misunderstand that the validation of biblical truth must be established by argument, and also misunderstand the nature of faithful Christianity as defending Christian belief at every turn, then it's natural to become vigilant against opposing views and ultimately fearful of them. And of course, fearful of what it might mean not to combat them effectively. The tricky part, however, is that this type of fear is rarely at the surface and so is usually difficult to perceive. Instead, it is deep-seated and will often present itself in different forms such as anger, concern, protectiveness, diligence, etc. Worse still, when fear remains unchecked, it will eventually become a guiding disposition. It will direct our actions. As a guiding disposition, it remains in place until it is identified and overcome, despite pledging myself to other ends. So if it is unchecked, fear continues to reign despite my claim and my desire to be guided by other dispositions. Finally, when unchecked, fear is the dominant need that legalism seeks to abate or to pacify. So legalism and fear-based living tend to run together. And this leads to the third point. Third, the notion that the Bible, the Holy Spirit, and the Church provide all the truly important knowledge that people need to live the Christian life well. This poor assumption is related to several misunderstandings, such as trust and belief being the proper responses to information coming from Christian sources, and suspicion and skepticism being the proper responses to information from non-Christian sources, and the Holy Spirit's aid, perhaps along with one's pastors, being enough for Christians to distinguish between true and false understandings of the Bible. Ignorance is not simply insufficient knowledge, whether generally or about a specific matter. It also includes not knowing the value of what I do know and being unfamiliar with learning, with how to grow my knowledge. Ignorance is a natural, original state. We can't know something before we know it. Yet, without proper guidance, ignorance can become self-perpetuating. 
knowing little, I am necessarily unfamiliar with other views and likely with how to learn. Worse, if I believe that all the knowledge that I need is found in the Bible and the church, and that I have a nearly foolproof way of understanding that knowledge correctly through the Holy Spirit, then there is little reason either to look elsewhere for knowledge or to become proficient at learning. In fact, there is every reason to be wary and eventually fearful of contradictory information and so to create firm rules and boundaries against outside information sources. So fear and legalism are linked to ignorance. Let's recap legalism, fear, and ignorance. Legalism fills the void when we have not developed the necessary productive skills to navigate the complexities of living in our world. In other words, poor assumptions, like the requirements of the Christian life being clear and the process of living it being obvious, lend themselves to creating a law-based system of behaviors and norms based upon those perceived requirements and processes. Yet instead of addressing situations or events that require decisions, the main goal of legalism is to keep us safe by identifying who is like us or in our tribe and what behaviors or ideas are acceptable or match those of our community. So legalism appeases fear, and fear drives legalism. Fear, and precisely an unconscious but deep-seated worry that Christians must out-argue opponents and that good Christians must always defend Christianity and do it successfully. Fear can become the guiding disposition that blocks our ability to cultivate the positive dispositions that allow us to engage well with God, others, and especially with ourselves. Only a posture of openness and vulnerability allows us to adapt to the requirements of opposing dispositions, such as humility and confidence, love and truth, trust and suspicion. Yet this is impossible when fear reigns, especially when we are unconscious of it. In this way, fear is linked to ignorance, and ignorance can perpetuate fear. Ignorance exists if Christians have not developed the habit of accumulating knowledge relevant to both Christian faith and human life. Indeed, where Christians believe that they already have all the resources needed to live life well and understand the Bible correctly, ignorance can be self-perpetuating because we settle for our opinions and those of our church or our pastor. This can become a system of minimal information that never challenges us but merely affirms what we already hold to be the case. Where ignorance is based upon biblical understandings, it automatically includes the further misunderstanding that salvation is more important than, or superior to, creation. Together, legalism, fear, and ignorance create a monoculture where Christians become boundary-focused, carefully policing who comes into the fold and where and how long they stay, and where Christians are unable authentically to connect with outsiders and simply engage in crosstalk and dispute. So what can we do about these three opponents? First, we recognize that legalism, fear-based living, and ignorance are enemies to a Christian way of being. They prevent Christian maturity and so undermine the potential for Christians to live abundantly or to flourish. Second, we recognize that legalism, fear-based living, and ignorance in the church are the natural result of some rather poor assumptions and misunderstandings. This means that unless we have taken active steps to work against them, 
I must acknowledge that they are almost certainly present to some degree in my life. Module 1 examines this trio and asks questions about their biblical precedents and implications. Module 2 goes on to examine fear as the key ingredient to this bad combination. Well, I'd like to welcome my friend and podcast partner, John Polstra, to this part of the podcast. And John, I'm wondering, um, what did you think about legalism, fear, and ignorance? Any comments, anything that you think is particularly important for folks who would be participating to bear in mind? Yeah, I think that, well, the one that jumped out at me here with said at some point, you said legalism, fear, and ignorance. These three words represent tendencies and orientations that none of us would like to own up to, much less that Christians would want to admit to. And Mm -hmm. I would say, yes, 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 and yes. And my experience (laughs) of Christian subculture is that always applies to someone else. Right. It's never, it's never, there's never even for a second the thought that these things could apply to us. It's always someone else, which I think is a little too extreme. Mm -hmm. So maybe if there's a challenge or a question there, and I, I like where you're going with this. It's maybe even starting with those to say, hmm, let me just let me just do a quick inventory. Is there any legalism, fear, or ignorance going on here? Before I get started, in other words, before I get started in this topic or this rant or this, um, you know, stand for the truth that I'm about to take, are there, right. let me just do a quick inventory. Is there the presence of any of these things? And my hunch is the next question you would ask, and how would you know? So maybe there's <laughs> maybe there's two homework assignments there. Yeah, no, that's really good. I think you're you're pointing at exactly where the um, the modules are going um, in this in the kind of the first section of foundations of flourishing is we're going to be doing that inventory taking process, you know. And part of the reason for identifying these things now is because we're going into a place where they're ultimately going to get in the way. You know, mm-hmm. and so I, I wonder, what do you think would be, um, what in your mind do you think are helpful things that people can keep in mind as they're looking at this idea, uh, these ideas of legalism, fear, and ignorance? I don't know if I have anything specific on them, but I, I think it would just be more of an approach of everything's up for grabs. Ah, right. Nothing. Okay. In other words, not, and this ties in with something else that jumped out at me, which was your first notion a little bit later on in your podcast was the notion that, that life as a Christian is straightforward. Right. And we've had some talks about this. Yeah. And it, it, what's interesting <laughs> is it ties in. Well, the word that comes up for me is there is uncertainty, mm-hmm. which is, well, I guess it depends on where, where in the, the Christian sphere you are, but a lot of times uncertainty, there is no uncertainty. Right. God is this way and he does this, but what he does over here is totally mysterious. But other than that, there is no uncertainty. And I'm pulling this from a book I've been reading that people might be interested in. I haven't finished it, but it's raising lots of interesting questions. It's called Chasing Francis, A Pilgrim's Tale. And it's by Ian Morgan Cron. And he's exploring this idea. It's about this pastor of a mega church that suddenly loses his faith and the oh interesting the, the initial presupposition of this the book is that maybe maybe god isn't as nailed down as we all want him to be right so 
anyway, don't know if it ties in, don't know how it was supported, but it could be an interesting read to uh, spark people's ideas. And I don't even know if you would agree with it. Yeah, no, it sounds interesting. And I, and I like that point, just to keep thing, keep in mind the fact that there's something else there that we're having to work with, that we're having to examine the that this may involve me and it may involve me in ways that I don't understand or I'm not aware of. And yet that's going to play into the whole thing. And it could be incredibly uncomfortable. Yes, yes, yes. And so part of this first module really is about creating uh, a framework that creates comfort, creates safety. It sets levels of confidentiality. It's all that stuff because we're wandering into something that, as you say, I mean, it, it sounds like it's a bit of a minefield that you don't even potentially know is there. And that sounds like a recipe for a bad time unless we're fairly prepared for it. Yeah, and I think like you've talked about many times before, there's this tension between comfort and discomfort. Mm -hmm. So yes, you want to create a safe environment to be able to like fully put all these things on the table and examine and look at them and pick them up and put them down. Yeah. And while that environment is safe, you're in a room that's totally safe and secure. The process of picking those things up and looking at them could be really uncomfortable internally. Yeah. And recognize that that's okay. Totally I mean, it's okay. not easy, but it's okay. Yes. Right. Thanks, John. You got it. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Untangling Christianity podcast. A summary and resources for this episode are at our website, untanglingchristianity.com. If you'd like to join our private Facebook group or reach us by email, send your requests, questions, or even a simple hello to feedback at untanglingchristianity.com. Music on this podcast is provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com and is licensed under a Creative Commons license.